Hey guys, this is Courtney Mason, and this is the Millennial Dreamers Podcast. Today's topic is about negotiating. We spend a great deal of time at our respective jobs, but many of us have felt unhappy at one point or another with our work lives, and we suffer in silence instead of doing something about it. Negotiating is the way that you get what you truly desire out of your work life. But before we begin, i like to challenge you to not only think about negotiating with regard to your salary. There are a number of different aspects of your job that you can discuss with your employer. Studies have shown that millennials value flexibility over a bump in pay. So young mothers may prefer to negotiate hours. And instead of working a traditional nine to five, you may consider asking to work seven to three or eight to four. That will give you some time to pick up your child from after school programs or take them to after school programs. Also, you can negotiate your location. That's a big thing because some companies may have multiple locations. So, for example, your company may have an office in Baton Rouge. It might also have one in New Orleans. It may also have one in Shreveport, Louisiana. You may have family in Shreveport, Louisiana and prefer to live closer to your friends and family. That would be an opportunity for you to negotiate and say, hey, I'd like to transition, if possible, to working at a different office location. Or you might just want an extra bump in pay. Those extra dollars may mean more to you than anything else. So there are a number of things that you can negotiate, but you want to think in a broader manner than just the dollars. So the first thing that you can do when you're beginning to negotiate is do your research. Before you go in and request anything, you want to know exactly what you want. If you're seeking more money, let's start by saying first you apply for a job and you've gone through the interview process and the company execs are ready to make an offer to you. Before you get to speak to speak about dollars in any form, you should have done your research on positions within your region. So think of a similar position with a different company. Google is our friend. You can type it in and find out what these positions normally pay in your region, in your state, even nationally. You want to have that information going in. So if you know that historically, Companies have paid $50,000 for that job you, and they offer you $35,000. There may be a reason why it might be a smaller company and they don't have the money to pay what's been traditionally paid for similar positions, but that's not always the case. So if you have that knowledge and you can go in and say to them, okay, they give you an offer and you say, thank you. Let me, let me think about it for a little while. You can go back to them and say, you know, this is what I found for other similarly situated um, positions within the field. You know, 
could I possibly request, you know, X amount of dollars, a bump in um the prospective salary? You can do that because you know the information or you know what that salary would be. Also, if you've worked in the position for a while and you understand how much your work and you've done a great job, you know how much your work has impacted the company's bottom line, then you can use that after you've gone through reviews and and your employer and your boss really trusts you, then you can use that after you've worked for some time to say, you know, I'd like to discuss a possible raise with you. Having done your research and knowing about what you know are paid if you're just getting a job what what other companies are paying, and then also what would be a reasonable and appropriate amount to request when you've worked in a position for some time and you know that you have done well enough to impact the company's bottom line and and they value you as an employee. Secondly, you want to schedule a time to meet with your supervisor or your superior. Depending upon your office culture, you may have a very lax office culture where you can kind of go in at the end of the day and speak with your boss and say, hey, do you have a minute? Can I talk with you? But normally you want to do your due diligence first by putting it on your own calendar so that you know, I'm going to go in and have this discussion about whatever aspect you want to negotiate, you will put it on your calendar so you know within two weeks, within a month, within two months, I will go in and speak with my boss about this. But then you also want to give them a heads up if your office culture is a little more formal and your boss may have a busy and hectic schedule. It's nice to give them that courtesy and that heads up to let them know that you want to speak with them whenever they have a free moment so that they'll know, hey, I need to carve out some time for um, this person to discuss whatever issues that they may be having or concerns that they may be having. So you also you want to do that. Schedule it on your calendar as well as your boss's calendar depending on your your um, office culture and thirdly you want to know why you want what you want um sometimes we just get frustrated and you're like oh, i just want this that, and the third or i wish i had this but why is it if you want extra money that's fair um you know What's the reason? You could be because you worked hard and you deserve it. Um, that's that's fair as well. Or you might say, I want to work from home a few days out of the week. That's something that I recently negotiated with my boss. Before I'll just talk about that experience. I went before I started my current position. I was very candid when I interviewed for the job that I wanted some flexibility. Now, everyone, I don't recommend that you tell your boss or your company exactly what you're doing if you don't feel that it's necessary or you don't want them to know what your side hustle is or your other business is. That's okay as well. But I wanted to be very upfront and candid. So I did share that information with them about other things that I have going on and told them, you know, how important having some level of flexibility would be for me. So they understood that going in. But it wasn't until about two years that I was working in my current position and I was able to build up trust with my boss and my, you know, immediate superior 
so that they knew that I was going to do quality work and that they didn't have to worry about me um, if I wasn't, you know, around to kind of be in the, the office atmosphere. I went in, I put it on my calendar. I said, I, and, you know, at the end of the year, I'm going to have this discussion and with the president of the company about possibly working from home because I need a little more flexibility so that I can do more with my children's brand and I'm able to kind of like if I need to meet someone and at lunch and have a lunch meeting where I need to take a conference call I can do that or I can just start earlier in the day our work day work traditionally started at nine o'clock but if I can start my day a little bit earlier that will allow me to get a good amount done before you know you know once I get towards the middle of the day I'm kind of slowing down maybe I can take a conference call related to my children's brand or I can work on a spreadsheet or whatever I need to do so I spoke with my my boss about it and he said you know give me some time it took about three months before I even got a response on it and that's something you want to do as well be um able to compromise be you know willing to compromise rather and understand that it may take a little while for them to speak with other individuals isn't isn't may not just be some one person who makes a decision they may have to contact hr or you know someone else or you whoever you work with directly and kind of get their input it may take a little while so just be able and willing to compromise with them and give them some some time to get back with you. So I let you know it was about three months before my boss said, okay, we're going to circle back to this. This is what we can offer you. And what they offer me is what I, you know, wanted. That's what I was going to request when I, I didn't give them a hard and fast. This is what I want. I just discussed it with them, but I knew kind of what I wanted before I could get it out what was what I wanted was what was offered. So I was very grateful about that. But what I did prior to even making an ask was I created a level of trust with the work product that I put out. And so that they knew Courtney's a hard worker. She's going to go and do what she needs to do. She's not going to use this time we're working from home where she can go and parlay on vacation somewhere and not do the work. She has a legit reason and we understand it and it's, you know, it's fair and it's not going to affect or impact the day-to-day work that she does. So we value her as an employee. We are going to, you know, work with her and kind of um, allow her request so it had I not asked for that that's something that wouldn't have happened you have to kind of create the thing that you want because um it's no one's going to read your mind no one knows that you're unhappy in your work situation unless you tell them you don't necessarily have to say hey I'm not happy here I'm I'm complaining about this that and the third you don't have to say that but you know what you want deep down inside so you have to be vocal about it and take charge women especially and studies have shown this as well that women historically don't negotiate as much as men do we don't ask for what we want we sim- we will take oftentimes what is offered to us and we say you know eventually maybe years and years down the line you'll ask but you're, if you would have asked sooner, depending on your, your situation, you may have gotten the raise, but you didn't know because you didn't ask. So being more confident in that is what will allow us to get what we truly want. And that's something I want to, um, I wanted to drive home because I know for myself, that's, 
historically that's how I was I just kind of went with the flow but then I thought about it I read a lot of articles and I talk with a lot of other professionals and, and they basically say you know your employer nine times out of ten expects you to negotiate with some aspects of your job so go in with that idea and the worst that they can tell you is no if they tell you no, then you decide whether or not that's a deal breaker for you and if you need to course correct and maybe look for another position or another job or if it's something that you can work with. But you definitely want to ask and build up the courage. It's They're not going to fire you because you went in and kind of presented yourself and say, you know, I'd like, you know, maybe... Uh, a shorter commute or I like maybe to work from home a day uh, a day out of the week or I like an additional pay or I like to adjust my work hours nine times out of ten your employer is not going to say we're firing you because of this it's a simple request so be sure that you don't be intimidated by that we have to stand up for what we want and ask for what we want podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast <laughs>